The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. To those protests then about the cost of living, there's a few on around the country. Uh, Town Hall in Sligo, Patrick Street in Cork at 2 o'clock, uh, Bedford Road in Limerick at 2 o'clock, Galway in Air Square at 2 o'clock, and in Dublin, the Garden of Remembrance will see a protest at 1 o'clock. And uh, we're joined now by Michael Dooley, who's at the Garden of Remembrance. Michael, what's planned? How's it going, Anton? Uh, so these protests are being uh, organised by the Cost of Living Co- Coalition. So they're the organisers, and they actually have a lot of different parties involved. So we're actually expecting a large turnout this afternoon uh, because of all of those different parties and stakeholders. So on the political front, we've got Sinn Féin and People Before Profit among the parties that are involved in organising, but also trade unions uh, representing a lot of workers across our society. And then going down to colleges as well, we have student unions uh, alongside them in solidarity, there will also be charities who represent the most vulnerable in society. So there's one that represents uh, single mothers who work and they also are protesting for basically to bring down the cost of living, which you're speaking about. And how much of this is going to be a sort of a father Ted down with this sort of thing, um, generalised protest, and how much of it has targeted objectives that everybody is aligned behind? It's quite hard to tell. As far as I know, on terms of a national scale, this is the first targeted protest against the cost of living. Specifically, we've obviously had housing protests and protests for certain agricultural sectors, but this is the first very broad sweeping one. So how targeted it is, it's hard to tell. The coalition itself has five key demands. So they want a control of energy costs because of the rising fuel costs. They want to protect incomes. They don't want to see any pay cuts. They want to make housing affordable, as many protests in the past have also vied to do. They want investments in public services across the board. And then finally, quite a a broad sweeping claim of the sharing of wealth. And I think that underpins a lot of past protests that are similar to this one. Yeah, other than that last one, the vast majority of them are express government policy. So is, is this more about the implementation and getting something to happen than it is about policy change? I think it's it's bringing people together to show how seriously they're being affected. It's very easy to talk about the cost of living in stats and figures and percentage rises. For example, that inflation is at its highest in 38 years. But without seeing a bit of mass movement, without seeing people on the street expressing how difficult this is for them, I think a lot of uh, those involved don't feel there'll be any change. So I don't think there's a specific policy at the centre of their, their wants and needs. They just want to express that this cannot go on. And if it does, there's, there's no real hope for a whole generation of people in Ireland and their future here. And I, I take it you've been speaking to some of the people who are planning to protest this afternoon? Yeah, so as I said, uh, we do expect it to, to be a big one. And I spoke to some of those yesterday who will be attending this afternoon and they expressed their sentiment about how difficult things have actually gone in Ireland. I'm forking out 800 euro on rent I can get through in the month, but I can't save at all. Save a small amount, let alone like save for a house. So when you're looking at other major cities in Europe and you think of like what you get for the amount of money you're spending, you might be spending the same amount of money on rent, but if you move to a place like London or Berlin or Amsterdam, you're, you know, you're getting the facilities, you're getting the transport links, you're getting opportunities, more job opportunities. So when people ask me now why I want to stay in Dublin, probably the only thing I'd say is like my friends and my network. But apart from that, there's very little that's keeping me here. I've noticed that most of the supermarkets, I suppose, weekly shopping's gone up considerably, meat's a lot more expensive. A lot of young people were finding it hard to 
think of reasons to stay and this definitely doesn't help so definitely pushes me towards wanting to get out of here more we're paying a lot of money for what we're getting in this country it's kind of tough to justify it does seem like there's not that many places that aren't hit like maybe down the country but you know like Galway's very expensive to rent now Cork's getting more expensive I think because a lot of people can't afford to live in Dublin now these other cities are starting to rise in price I ended up moving back with my parents for about six months and now uh, next month I'm actually emigrating I'm leaving just because like things have just gotten so expensive and I feel like the salaries in Dublin don't tally with what you get for it. And I do love Dublin, but it's just it's gotten so expensive that it's kind of hard to justify not exploring opportunities elsewhere. I feel like saving for a house is a massive issue. It nearly seems like it's an impossible feat. Saving a deposit is an issue, but even for people who can save the deposit, actually getting the mortgage given to them based off of their salary is very difficult. If you're a single person, which I am, the idea of getting a mortgage by yourself, even if you can be a really good saver, save your deposit, actually getting a mortgage granted to you that you can actually afford a place you know in your hometown that you would like to live in is really difficult it's interesting michael in listening to the voices of the people that you spoke to it it reflects to some extent the the sort of demographics covered by those who are protesting i mean you've Sinn Féin people before profit you've the trade unions students unions unions representing the most vulnerable society well it is one of the, the rare occasions where everybody seems to be affected and everybody seems to be hurting Absolutely. Out of even the the other people I spoke to that you didn't hear in that clip, every single person is on the same page. You know, usually when you go out and speak to people about a current issue, there's always a little bit of opposition and agreement on both sides. But in this case, not at all. As you say, there seems to be consensus that things have just gone too far. And yes, there are certain demographics. As you said, uh, student unions are one of the parties involved in the protest today. When I speak to young people, they have the most visceral reaction to uh, being able to live in Ireland, not just Dublin, as you've heard, and they, they just don't see a future here, and they really do think something has to change. Michael, thank you very much. That's Michael Dooley, who is reporting for us there from the Garden of Remembrance, where that protest kicks off at one o'clock. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.